Today, the Colorado Springs shooter identifies as non-binary. There's another disturbing detail about Balenciaga's recent ad campaigns and the White House put out talking points for your Thanksgiving table, which I'm sure you're going to want to use. We've got all of that and more coming up, but it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. We've got, uh, well, I've got a very small glass of uh, <laughs> champagne here. I'm joined today by a uh, Blaze TV contributor, Eric July, also founder of Ripaverse Comics, which I encourage all of you to check out. And also Alex Stein, Blaze TV host of uh, Primetime with Alex Stein. And we, yes, we have pumpkin pie as well. Pumpkin pie expert. So I'll be rating this pumpkin pie. I'm Aromatic. sure it's going to be amazing. 7.6 so far. It was on sale, so <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, by the way, I was, I was like, well, I'm not sure. I know Alex doesn't drink. I'm not sure about Eric. So we've got sparkling cider as well. Um, which just means more champagne for me. But <laughs> mine, one mine has fentanyl in it, though, so don't <laughs> worry. It's, uh, okay. it's still going to be a fun <laughs> okay, holiday. Okay. Uh, so, you know, it's interesting. We've been talking about this Colorado Springs uh, shooting since Monday, and, you know, we keep saying it's just bizarre that something so big can come out and happen and there are all of these narratives assigned to the shooting all of these motives assigned to the shooting even though we don't have any evidence maybe we should stop maybe we should wait for the facts to come out and the longer it takes for those facts to come out the more suspicious i am that it is the narrative that they portray it to be which is of course it was you know a, a hate crime this guy was motivated because he is lg he's homophobic and now we find out, according to court documents that were obtained by the New York Times, uh, the shooter identifies as non-binary and uses they, them pronouns. The documents from the shooter's attorney read, of course, as I said, that, that he's non-binary. They use they, them pronouns and for purposes of all formal filings will be addressed as mix. Uh, and then his last name and the booking records, of course, list him as a male. But, you know, it's fascinating because... I don't think CNN was prepared to hear this news. Uh, they continued to refer to the shooter as a he, which I'm told mm -hmm. is very transphobic. And, you know, you're not supposed to dead name. You're not supposed to misgender someone. That's actually an offense that could get you canceled off the face of the planet. But here, CNN's own people are doing that. And uh, they're also doubting the truth of this attorney's claims, which I also find to be very transphobic and homophobic. <laughs> Watch. I don't know what to say about that. I mean, that's not anything that we had heard from his background. You know, people have been looking into his background. And uh, I don't know if anybody here, are you guys lawyers? I no. mean, you know, I don't know if... The, Shouldn't I, she I don't know, know if her guests are that. lawyers? Yeah. If that's what he's now saying. It, it sounds like they're trying to prepare a defense against a hate crimes charge. That's the least of his problems, legally speaking. But it looks like they're trying to build some kind of sympathy or at least confusion on the question of whether or not wow. this was purely motivated by hate. Such a, I mean, that is what it mm. sounds like. We'll wait to see. That is so transphobic. I, <laughs> I am so offended right now that he would say that. And by the way, again, how do you not know if any of your guests are an attorney? <laughs> does, she, does she just meet them before they started maybe, the show? Yeah, that's maybe. <laughs> it's you know, like, are any of you guys attorneys? <laughs> I probably should have booked one today. <laughs> oh, well, we'll just speculate anyway. <laughs> no, it's interesting, man, because you see that 
it's okay for, I guess, them to question kind of where people are at. Because the way that, I don't know the man's name, but the way he's presenting it is as, well, wait a minute. This is, um, <laughs> this is he's doing it to be advantage for it to right. be advantageous to maybe how this whole thing is going to be pursued in in court which is basically questioning the validity of what this person identifies as mm -hmm. anytime anybody else does something like that that is absolutely you can't do that you're not allowed to I question one of my, a, a trans female swimmer uh, oh or right? uh, for that matter that one actor or actress that went that you know change genders or, or or whatever. Oh, Ellen Page. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Remember, it's dead name. That's where the whole dead name yeah. thing came from, from that whole situation. So it's it's interesting how that certainly works out. But we this is there's a lot of this type of stuff where you get this like woke on woke sort of a uh, uh, crime situation. This isn't necessarily anything that that is unique. I mean, you often see that with with anything for that matter. Someone acts in terms of, or let's say, pursues, let's say, this act of aggression on a bunch of people, and oftentimes it is that person that is more suited because they got angry for whatever reason or whatever it is, they more so align themselves with the people that unfortunately they did the bad things too. Mm. Um, and obviously, as tragic as this sort of situation is, that's it's, it's leaning towards that that's what this whole situation was. And that's a very unattractive narrative, certainly for news guys. And what you see, I, mean, I've, I saw so many, whether it be, because uh, this is what NBC saw on MSNBC, uh, certainly as well, when they were talking about this whole situation and you could see the, the, the woman when this news first broke and how uncomfortable it made her to have to present that as that was the case. Because that goes against everything it is that they were prepared to perpetuate and that was to sarah's point homophobic hate crime yada 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 and it seems that maybe that's not the case mm -hmm. it goes to show why people don't trust the media in this country and why they shouldn't because you're letting us know right off the rip where you're actually at you care nothing about what the actual truth is like how can you make whatever story is out there, how can you make that advantageous to you and your individual narrative and push that among the uh, American people? Yeah, I mean, Alex, you know, you are very famous or infamous for going to a city council meeting in yeah. a swimsuit. Yes. So let's take Leah Thomas, for instance. If you were to say uh, this guy couldn't cut it on the male swimmers team, mm -hmm. what was he? I mean, he was like way down there. 350th. Yeah. And he decided that he, oh, hey, you know what? Let me game the system, and I, I will uh, identify as female, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna like just cream all of them. It ended up happening. But if you say that, you're very transphobic. Now it's perfectly acceptable to say that if you're CNN, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they're already trying to talk about how what legal method they're gonna use, so it doesn't look like a hate crime. I mean, that's really some mental gymnastics. But for me, like what I think is glaring, and I, you know, I obviously look uh, beneath the surface. If you look at the shooter's father, is a guy named, and mm. he was an adult film yeah, star named. Go ahead. Yeah, Dick Delaware. Mm -hmm. And so this is the problem here in America now. The shooter, which I mean, I know he murdered people, so you don't want to be empathetic. But when you come from a broken home, your dad is. A adult film star that was supposedly a bad dad, they go through a lot of childhood trauma and they pay that trauma forward. So that's that's the problem is that the family is like the nuclear family unit. Yeah. So that's why they want to denuclearize the family so they have more of these people that don't have a father or positive influence in their life. So I think this is a almost a, more of a family systemic issue than it is about race or gender or guns. I actually I love that point because um, I, I keep saying and I stand by this that only someone who is mentally ill wants to kill other people. Mm -hmm. Also, 
only someone who is mentally ill thinks that they can change their gender. And so for me, I was like, it feels like the core of, of all of these problems is just mental illness. But I totally agree with you that that's a whole nother component is not just the mental illness, but the broken family, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the problem of the broken family uh, in America. And it's like, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Well, I mean, you see that, though. I mean, we've talked about it, I believe, here on the show when, you know, we've had people do some of these deep dives of mass shooters uh, in this country. And you see that they, a lot of them start to fit the bill. Uh, father not present when the father is present. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, they're not the best people in the world and all that. And there'll be an outlier here. Uh, but for the most part, that's just what it is. I mean, a lot of that stuff starts there. So mm-hmm. I believe that if you do have more of a, I mean, look, mass shootings in this country was not, is a relatively new phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just mm-hmm. call it yeah. certainly what it is, especially school shootings. Yep. That, that's a relatively yeah. new uh, phenomenon. For a lot of people, that didn't even happen. That was not something that regularly happened when you were younger, for the most part. And you brought mm-hmm. rifles to school. And yeah, that was a regular, yeah. especially yeah. my family, being yeah. in the country in Arkansas, wasn't nothing mm-hmm. for even uh, youngsters that got right. their license to come to school mm-hmm. with the rifles in the truck. Shotgun like, shells. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that, that was not, uh, yeah. yet there was no mass shootings. And now you have to, look, some people don't want to talk about this, but it is the reality of the situation, or rather the correlation. When you started to see, definitely after the 60s, the just complete deconstruction of the family unit, a lot of it is attributed to uh, welfare statism. Mm-hmm. And you see that decline, and then you see a rise in mental illness or whatever it is that you want to call it, as well as uh, these shootings are certainly of this nature. I think they go kind of hand in hand, but that's an uncomfortable conversation that people want to that don't want to have because they don't want to have the conversation. It turns a mirror on a lot of these people in terms of how they actually act. What are you doing to attribute to the actual problem? You see. It's, it's unfortunately bad folk breeding more bad folk. You know, people look at it like, well, you know, I live with a lot of women. I'm an independent woman. I don't need no yada yada, all right. that sort of right. stuff. That attributes to a lot of problems that we see certainly in this country. And it has to get um, addressed. But you have to be honest with it. Because the minute you bring something like that up, everybody's going to get on the defensive. Hell, what I just said 10 seconds ago is probably going to have some mad woman mm-hmm. like a- a- uh-huh. angry and aggravated at me. And I say this as a person who grew up in, for the most part, a single mother uh, home. And I knew how that impacted me. The beautiful thing was that mm-hmm. my mother knew that was not a preference preferential thing and she would tell me that and when I was brought into this world that she was of course married to my father she tried to do it the right way Mm -hmm. didn't work out and she never made became this like man hating sort of Mm -hmm. woman and she thoroughly explained this to me like this is not something that is as opposed to looking at it like hey look at me look what I did she looks at it more like this was a this was not preferable right. and this is not something that you need to be pushing for yep. uh, certainly to experience because you knew how it impacted you not certainly having that person around but we will make the best of it yes yeah. I, that's and that's what you have to do yeah yeah uh, amen to that um, so just on this same topic um, I know earlier this week the glad CEO Sarah Kate Ellis uh, said that 
of course, you know, we're talking about maybe what is, let, let's get to the root cause of this, right? Let's talk about the destruction of the nuclear family. Let's talk about the mental illness uh, that is running rampant in this country. Let's talk about the fact that the medical community doesn't actually want to treat these mental illnesses, but rather keep these people lifelong patients. Let's talk about all of this. Well, that's not what the GLAD CEO is saying is the cause of this. Uh, the GLAD CEO is actually saying that it is because of people like Governor Ron DeSantis and Lauren Boebert, and that they have to stop spreading lies that cause pain and murder in the LGBTQIA plus apostrophe S semicolon backslash community. <laughs> Watch. It's incredibly frustrating to see something like Saturday night happen when you know what's driving it. Whatever the motive comes out to be, we know that there is an increase in this culture of hate and rhetoric around our community that is resulting in world, real world harm. And even a report that we're about to release shows that in the past year, there have been either 100 violent attacks or threats of violence against drag events across this country. Hmm. In this country, um, brunches. I mean, we're talking about brunch people. Are we? So I think that DeSantis, Boebert, they have blood on their hands on this. They have to stop spreading lies. These are lies that they're spreading, and they're causing pain and death and murder Mm. against our, our community. Wow. Got a little bit of a problem with that. Um, it's just, and again, it's this is, they're so good and they're so cunning at creating this message that, like, you're the liar. You're coming out against the LGBT community if you say something like, I went to a drag brunch where some naked man, woman, whatever, is dancing provocatively in front of a young child where they're playing sexually explicit songs that you can hear in the background. I videotaped it. Here it is. Do you have a problem with this? Yes? Oh, okay. Well, now you're a transphobe, I guess. No one has a problem with a drag brunch unless you're bringing children to it, right? Like, nobody has a problem with you being gay and enjoying your kinky crap that you do. Like, I don't I don't want to know about it, but I don't really have a problem with it. Actually, I take that back. I do have a problem with drag brunches because I think that they're really weird that women, like, <laughs> go there and spend their own hard-earned money or their husband's hard-earned money to, like, hand away money to men who are trying to appropriate them. I do think it's weird, but I don't really, like, I, I don't have a... I don't want it to get shut down, right? Right. I don't want to do anything about it. If you want to go do that, be free to do that. We have a problem with you guys grooming children and sexually indoctrinating children. And the fact that you want to make it about hating the LGBT community says more about you than it does about me. Mm -hmm. Alex. Well, I mean, I really can't top that. But I I think that when you look at this event, we find out information that this is gay on gay violence. So for her to blame Ron DeSantis is unfair. And it's obviously not Ron DeSantis' fault. And it's not even the rhetoric's fault. Yeah, but you're not allowed to say gay in Florida. Yeah, yeah, duh, that bill. Thank God it got passed. (laughs) Take me to jail. Looks like I'm going to jail. So many people are going to jail for that. So, yeah, I mean, you really said it best that these people want to spin this narrative that it's anti-gay, when in reality this is a gay person or a non-binary person who shot other other people probably because they have mental health issues and they come from a bad background. And by the way, if you say that he is not non-binary, you are transphobic. Thank you. The fact that she said flat out that regardless of motive. Yep. Like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. It's not regardless of motive. The motive is absolutely important because the motive will tell you why exactly this person did that. You can't say regardless of motive. All that does is certainly say that we were going to say this regardless of what actually happened because, again, it's all about whatever narrative that they want the people to 
to believe. And that's so, you want to talk about what's dangerous, that's certainly dangerous, that you're so ideologically obsessed. You don't even care about what is factually correct. You don't care about what actually happened. You're more so using it as this is something that happened, and I'm going to utilize that Mm -hmm. to push this particular agenda, as opposed to addressing it honestly I don't care about that. She told you she didn't care. She said, flat out said, regardless of motive, no person that is trying to be honest would ever utter that. Yeah, it's so true. Um, All right, we've got more to come. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Manscaped. So, ladies, you got to listen up if uh, you're still not sure what to get the man in your life. You got to look no further than our friends over at Manscaped. Uh, They just launched a bunch of new products that your man will actually use. They've got a new shower time favorite. It's called the Body Buffer, uh, and it's a 100% antibacterial body scrubber um, that smells wonderful. And look, I'm just saying, when he gets out of the shower, well, you're going to want to do things. You can get free shipping and 20% off by going to manscaped.com and using Sarah at checkout. That's S-A-R-A. By the way, I just meant wrap Christmas presents with him for your kids. Yeah. That's all I meant. I don't know what you guys need to get your minds out of the gutter. Out of the, gutter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, the performance package 4.0 also includes the signature lawnmower 4.0. Uh, it's an electric trimmer. It has this proprietary advanced skin safe technology and it's also waterproof so he can use it in shower if you get my drift. You can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Sarah, S-A-R-A, at manscaped.com. Uh, my husband has, they've, they've got shampoo, conditioner, you know, ear, ear hair trimmer, nose trimmer. They've got it all at manscaped.com. Make sure you check it out. Use promo code Sarah for some savings. Balenciaga we talked about yesterday, apologized for their ad that featured children uh, holding bondage teddy bears. They said on their Instagram story, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign might have caused. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have immediately removed the campaign from all platforms. Um, They further apologized for including court documents about child pornography in their ad. Because remember, that was the other facet of it, was that that was part of the, you know, there were the papers laying around and one of them happened to be one of the court documents on child porn. And they said, we apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We... Unsettling, huh, okay, that just barely scratches the surface. We take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating the set and including unapproved items for our spring 23 campaign photo shoot. We strongly condemn the abuse of children in any form. We stand for children's safety and well-being. So, you know, it's just interesting. You could take that apology and you could be like, okay, No harm, no foul. It was just a crazy coincidence that all of these things happened to be there. Nobody meant to do it or anything like that. Um, It's just that the plot thickens because uh, more social media users uh, discovered another disturbing detail in a separate Balenciaga campaign. On the desk in this photo, those of you who are watching this, there's a photo of a woman. Uh, Her feet are on a a desk, right? She's sitting in a chair. Her feet are on the desk. She's holding the purse. But on that desk in the background, there's a book by Michael Bormans. Um, So this is an author who has another book called Fire from the Sun, which features extremely disturbing images of naked children with severed limbs. Um, and, and they're like playing with spare body parts. Yeah, those of you who are watching, we can't even, we can't show you these images. We've got to blur all of them. Um, so, you know, let me just give you the book description here, okay? Reminiscent of cherubs in Renaissance paintings, the toddlers appear as allegories of the human condition. Their archetypal innocence contrasted with their suggested deviousness. 
And now Balenciaga has deleted all of these posts from their Instagram. I'm going to go to our resident conspiracy theorist first. There is no way that these are not all like how I said this the other day. How many levels, how many departments do these pictures and these campaigns have to go through before they are okayed to post on social media? This is not a coincidence, is it? No, it's impossible to be a coincidence. And this is happens in a lot of media where you put what is called a hidden Easter egg in it. So you can't tell at first, but then if you have inside information, you're saying, oh, look, that number is hidden in there, or this sign and you know symbolic thing is hidden in there. So when you look at the layers that go into one photo shoot, when it comes from the you know, director of photography, the art director, the set designer, the, I mean, there's a countless amount of people when, you, when you're at the top of the fashion industry, Balenciaga. So it's impossible for there to be just documents that insinuate, uh, you know, cases against child pedophilia. All of this is done on purpose, and it's a way for elitists or people that are in this industry to dog whistle and laugh behind our back. So this is a... I, I hope I hope this is an expose or exposes a serious you know problem where people and I say this all the time as a conspiracy theorist elitists and evil people do stuff they dog whistle behind our back all the time and you know there's been other instances where you know I don't want to get into because we're on YouTube where there's been instances where people have insinuated other abuse towards children and they're doing it in some sort of tongue-in-cheek edgelord you know humorous where they think it's humorous there's nothing humorous about the you know abuse of children. Yeah, I mean, there are certain people who have spoken out against you know uh, Hollywood for their sexual exploitation mm -hmm. of children, and it, it feels like they get painted as like these crazy conspiracy theorists, even though they came directly from that industry. And the more that comes out from Hollywood, the more you're like, yeah, no, those people were probably right. Oh yeah, I mean, some of these uber rich sort of institutions that have been around, I mean, they. They have people that are into some very weird stuff. That's just the nature, certainly, of it. And I, I, I understand the point, and I guess that's a great, that's a fantastic point when you look at how many levels, I talk about this with comic book stuff all the time, mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. they have, like, some raunchy, ridiculous thing that's in a book. Mm -hmm. You don't just look at it like, well, Marvel put that out. You look at it like, well, that went through all of these mm -hmm. uh, different levels and everybody thought it was okay. So it makes you think like who all is is certainly in on this and there is actual uh, actually a foundational problem with with this because nobody looked at it and said, well, that that that's a problem. So either they're all stupid or they they're all in on it. It can't be anything right. else outside of that. They're all in on it, or they are they are completely stupid. I'm just not necessarily in the business of giving these guys the benefit of the doubt um, in that regards, and and like they can't really play the not 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 naive card. They can't really do that. It's I think these guys are into some some very weird stuff. Um, they got caught, and we'll see what happens. I'm interested in whatever legal sort of things that they talk about that they're gonna they're gonna actually pursue. Certainly in this regards, are they hoping that it just kind of goes away and then people forget? And to be fair, a lot of uh, people they do forget. I mean, people slap them in the face. These companies do very stupid things, slap them in the face, and there they go yeah. support Disney again, forgetting what the hell they just did earlier this year. That's actually a great point, and it's a little bit of a depressing point. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. It'd be a downer here, but yeah, that's you're like, oh, God, you're right. These people are still profiting. And I hate to really get too crazy, but when it comes to, you know, I don't even want to bring up the two words, but ends in gate, but when you look at people like James Alafontis, who, you know, I'll just say it. So there's a conspiracy pizza gate where they said that there are yeah. supposedly 
child sex trafficking happening at a pizza parlor in D.C. Now, that necessarily didn't, you know, come true. That wasn't the case. But when you look at James Alafontis' art and the connection with him and Tony uh, Podesta and John Podesta. I'm connected. so glad you brought this up. Well, I was going to ask saying you connected about it. to the yeah, Clintons. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying the Podestas, and they have yep. the probably the most expensive collection of this sort of, like, macabre child uh, pornographic art. I mean, literally, uh, Tony Podesta and John Podesta are art collectors, and a lot of their art is is similar to like children getting spanked. So there's just something weird, or these elitists, where they like the idea of having something that's as apparent as child pornography, but they put it in a way where it's like a painting or it's like in a book. So it's almost like more normal, or or for them, it's just an inside joke. It's just art. It's just right? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's nothing artistic about the abuse of children, but they want to turn it into art. Right. Yeah. Normalize it. Exactly right. Uh, all right, we've got to uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. The leftist who screamed obscenities at Patchouli Joe's transgender story time is a there's an update. We've got quite an update from that unhinged leftist. But um, I want to first remind you guys who I'm talking about. So earlier in the week, we, um, Alex was there. We went to Patchouli Joe's for this. You know, it's just a little wholesome, cute little transgender story time where you indoctrinate little children into thinking that they can be another gender, even though they can't. And don't forget to serve alcohol. And they did serve alcohol, and some people will, well, the, the one of the owners of the store came up to me, booze all over her breath. It was very disgusting. Mm-hmm. And um, and then one of the other uh, people who we were, I think you were gone at this time, but I, I was conversing with, like, had this beer cup that she chugged and then, like, dripped all over herself. I've never gotten drunk at a bookstore, and I've gotten drunk at a lot of weird places, <laughs> but not a bookstore. Not a bookstore that's hosting a kid's event either. <laughs> so very classy people we're dealing with, which you'll really understand when you watch this video of uh, this unhinged leftist yelling at me because I said that there is no such thing as trans children. Watch. Shut the f*** up! Shut the f*** up! Hmm. Just a lovely, lovely little peach. Uh, So (laughs) since, uh, since this went viral... Um, she is now on TikTok telling people to mass report all of my social media accounts. Let's uh, let's play that. Yes. If you are a part of our community or if you just want to be a good ally, please do this. She has this video up on her Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Well, oopsies, that video already got removed for uh, violating all of the TikTok policies for harassment and bullying, because as it turns out, you're actually harassing and bullying me. So thank you, TikTok, for uh, acknowledging the real true bullies of this matter. Uh, She also announced that she's fleeing to Portland and uh, has a GoFundMe she would like people to contribute to. Let's play that. Uh, Those of you who are not watching and listening, it says, things almost got violent when I confronted anti-trans protesters in Texas a few days ago. I found a job and I'm fleeing to Portland. I have a GoFundMe originally for my medical debt, but I can use it to help me get out too. If I have any hope of transitioning, binding, going on T, feeling safe enough to use my pronouns, any of it, I have to get out. Please help if you can. Um, I would say, yes, go to Portland. Please go to Portland (laughs) where all of the other crazies are. Go see how that life treats you. Here in Texas, we don't appreciate the grooming and sexual indoctrination of children. So, yes, please 
go to Portland. This is what we need to be doing. We need to be fortifying the red states where we believe in common sense and we are all sane and we can tell those people if you want a like-minded community you're welcome to go to places like portland and seattle and mm -hmm. san francisco and all of the other crazy towns where you guys can be whatever pronouns you want you can bind your chest you can do all the things and i guess the taxpayers will pay for it there i don't know but i'm not gonna so bye bye uh, mckenna whatever your name is i don't know what you want to go by i don't really care that's all <laughs> Um, I want to I want to get your thoughts on this gentleman, but I also want to play Alex just went to uh, the Denton City Council meeting yesterday and uh, confronted them about all of this indoctrination that was going on. I got to say it was fire, my friend. Oh, wow. Let's uh, let's play a little bit of that. Watch. Yet we have children that are not even high school age, where you could at least maybe justify teaching them about sexual orientation. But instead, right here, less than a mile away at Petula Joe's, Brian, you're having transgender story time, where you're reading sexual nature issues to children that aren't even allowed to have sex. These are children that cannot consent to it. And on top of that, you have armed people with AR-15s out here protecting this, happening in your own city. This is disgusting. This this is indoctrination of children. You know that and I know that. If you look at the amount of trans people in 1980 to 2022, it is up 10,000%. Why is that? Because there is an indoctrination of young kids that are impressionable because even people at Boston's Children's Hospital, they said once a child identifies as trans, they are a lifelong patient. Now you typically go for the, uh, the satire, but... I guess you felt like there was a point that needed to be proven there. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that it was Denton. And, you know, obviously I think humor is the best way to get the message across because, you know, making fun of the Antifa got 2 million views and I got like 20,000. So there it's is... Not all a, about there, the views. I know, it's not all about the views, but on a serious note, it's not even about, like, I don't want to... Okay, listen, I'm going to lie. I would be lying if I didn't like getting views and clicks. But I guess my point is, I actually think it is important for us to go speak to these politicians. Mm -hmm. So, listen, I'm all about joking, but when they're serious subjects like this, I think sometimes you have to be serious, especially when something's happening like a mile away from there. And it's literally not even drag queens for a time. This is transgender story time. Why are we even talking about these issues to children that can't consent to sex? Like that, it's just normal common sense stuff. So mm -hmm. I felt like it, it needed to be as serious. So could you tell, because there was a lot of um, like, Chit chat going on. With, who's who's they mic did was that, all this they, they did that on purpose. They, I guess they opened up the mic. Yeah, really. I yeah. So the audio is kind of bad. So it was fascinating because they turned it off. They yeah, I know. I heard off. them turn it off. Yeah. So it's fascinating because when you were when you're watching the full <laughs> thing, you see uh, one of these city council members object to you speaking. Brian Beck, and then I would come to find out, Brian Beck, the council member that objected to me speaking against this topic, was one that that actually wrote, read the books at the last transgender story time in 2021. So it's a very small world, and these politicians are actually the ones that are participating in it. You know, they're not only our elected officials, but this council member was the one that was reading at it at the one in 2021. Which makes so much sense. They've been uh, they've been activating and they've been infiltrating locally for a very long time now. And, th and that's why they're talking, because when they did try to shut me down, another person tried to shut it down once the mayor approved it. So that's why they were talking. So I'm sitting there trying to give my speech and the mayor and another person are sitting there talking. And, and of course, the tech person could have turned off their mic, but they didn't. They do didn't it. want yeah, to. Yeah. Eric. I mean, man, let me ask you guys this as you both were there. What was like the if, if you had to put on like as a makeup in terms of the percentage of like legitimate, like straight men 
No, it, that were there. Maybe one or two, but I don't even think they were straight. They yeah, just I don't looked think so. straight. Okay. I don't even know that they <laughs> just, looked yeah. straight. I know. I'm just saying there's guys in Carhartts that kind of look like a straight okay. guy. I'm like, is this guy? But no, the majority of them either look non-binary. Like the or, dads? Yes, that's or what I'm asking. Like more so. Yeah, there was like two dads, but then we had one guy but with the, a mustache. Yeah. yeah, but he still even looked like he. Everybody looked like a freak here. Yeah, everybody looked weird. Okay, seriously. I guess that's which I figured, but I asked that. But mostly women. Okay, which I. Yes. Uh, okay. Or so very feminine men. I mean, you know. Yeah. Which is usually that usually is the case, yeah. right? Where you have that seems to be who generally accepts this sort of weird mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Uh, you have it perpetuated by women mm-hmm. often, and of course, uh, guys that are on some weird stuff. Let's yeah. just say that. And that, to me, is the sad part about it. And it's it's a it's a hard cycle. It's not well. It's not a difficult thing to stop. But I think. When we look at where, from a cultural perspective, this country is going, I think certainly it starts with us as straight men. And we've got to choose our partners better, number one, no first, first and foremost. That, that has to happen. Because you see, when you are not in the equation, how crazy, how discombobulated, how dysfunctional, uh, degenerate things certainly get. And this is something that I've picked up on when I see this weird stuff happening. That's what I'm looking. I'm like, where are the straight men? And they aren't generally present for the most part. And that goes to show where the problem certainly lies. I mean, I'm willing to bet and I'm not saying every single one of them. I'm not stupid enough to say that. But I'm willing to bet if you ask some of these people or you took a poll with some of these folks that would generally be present here Mm. and you ask them like, what is your relationship? I hate to do the whole daddy issue stuff, but seriously, yeah. like, what is your relationship with your father? And I'm willing yep. to bet there's going to be a high percentage of people that either say the man was not there or they utterly despised him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This does not stop until that problem going back to, I believe, our first segment where we talk about nuclear families and all that gets addressed. Right. These guys, you you are you are showing when that man isn't present. I think this is kind of a test testament to that. Mm -hmm. And that when that man, that straight masculine like man is not present, you see just how this is more of concentrated, more contained. But you see just how degenerate things can get. Mm -hmm. And if you and I guess it's starting to expand because it starts to, uh, I guess, impact every facet of life. It just goes to show how necessary even in a world where you're told how much you suck because you are, let's say, a straight man that mm-hmm. cares about nuclear family and all that, you are more needed now than ever. And you see where all of this de- degeneracy is. It's where you're not at. It's where you don't have any sort of presence. I just want to make this. It basically comes down to one thing. Is it nature versus nurture? And I think that's really a big part of it. It's like the way you are nurtured in life will give you so much better of a chance of being successful. And I think that's why the abortion issue is so huge. Because even these kids that come from broken homes, oftentimes when they get adopted, they go into a nuclear family. And there are so many success stories of people being adopted. So even if you're out there and you're struggling, you think, oh, I can't take care of this baby. There's somebody that probably can and somebody that will probably flourish in an environment where they're they're you know nurtured correctly. So what I, I know we gotta we gotta take a break here in a minute, but um, what would you guys say to because I, I often get pushback from men because I I tell men stop letting your wives do this yes, to your children, 100%. right? Like stand up for your kids. Mm-hmm. And and I, I get this pushback and I, I'm I'm very conflicted about it because I understand 
the I understand the sentiment here because they say, well, what is our option? Because if we push back, these women are, are being taught to be so masculine. They run the show. They'll divorce us in court. We'll get no rights because mm -hmm. the family court system is screwed. And so then we have less control over our children because mm -hmm. we have we're like we're divorced and now we only see them every other weekend and we don't get to have any say. So what is our option here? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a man, so I don't I, you I can't choose answer your that, partners, man. Your part yes. That's what it ultimately yes. boils down to, man. A lot of I mean, degeneracy comes from the fact that. Men themselves, uh, they, whether it be in lack of impulse control or whatever it is, are not choosing definitely the people that they choose to settle down with or they're not choosing like good partners. Let's just yeah. call it exactly what it is. That's where it all starts. Even when you talk about who funds this stuff, the, the, all the degeneracy and all that, you can almost always trace it back to the pocketbooks of some straight man. So I think it's in your control. More than, more than anything, I totally get what it is that you're saying, but right. my argument is that you got to put yourself in a position to where that is avoidable. And it has to start somewhere. I get it. Some people are in such a screwed up situation, there ain't no turning back from, from that. So where do we go in the future? We gotta instill this, certainly in our young boys, We that this has to be uh, instilled in them, and especially these young men. Choose your partners, certainly better. Have a set of values, be an actual man, and maybe on the other side of this, we at least move towards a more sound, let's say, culture. Right now, it's just it, it, it's in array because or disarray, rather, because of the fact that we just simply aren't present. And a lot of people, to mm -hmm. your point, they're scared. They're yeah. scared to have that conversation. Yeah. Alex, last yeah, word. I mean, we live in a world that's it's total debauchery. And I think that is the main issue is just the way we bring up people in this day and age, especially, too. It's like the parents that actually encourage the craziness of the you know left. That's almost worse than a parent not being there. So we just need to take better care of our children. Yeah. Um, all right. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Yesterday, the NHL uh, tweeted out, we're talking, well, I just want to kind of want to continue this conversation. Uh, the NHL tweeted about the first tournament for transgender and non-binary players and responded to a critic who said, so men playing on the women's team? And the NHL replied, trans women are women, trans men are men. Non-binary identity is real. Uh, let me just explain to you how that went for the NHL. They have now limited who can reply to the tweet uh, to people the NHL follows or has mentioned, which is obviously just, the, I mean, nobody except the original person. Now, I will say to their credit, if this is a separate transgender non-binary tournament, which is what I've, I've read that it is, I'm like all for that. Like, yeah. great, yeah. you guys go do that. I think that's a great idea. Have your little hockey tournament with all the confused people. <laughs> Let them, like if, if the women get crushed and they get brain injuries and they get, you know, scrapes and they get whatever else because men are stronger than women and we know that, but we pretend like it that's not a thing. Whatever happens, happens. Okay, let them do that, but save women's sports for women and men's sports for men, and let them just go ahead and do that. But it's just very, uh, like, kind of shocking to see 
that sort of thing coming from uh, the National Hockey League. Well, what that was was some rogue leftist, and to be fair, that's kind of what happens. Like, these guys employed to run their social media as mm -hmm. these idiots that are fresh out of college, probably have neon-colored hair, mm -hmm. and even if they aren't even interested in the sport, those are guys that are actually getting the jobs. That's all this was. I, I can bet your bottom dollar that there was a conversation had after that tweet, you don't lock it down unless you, were, you, you, you felt some kind of way. I'm willing to bet there were superiors that were like, Take it easy, right? That's a great point. Like, like mm -hmm. take it easy because that's not the kind of that's not what we're here to do. Because they knew the backlash that it was uh, that they were going to get. That doesn't change the fact that well, this is who generally works for these sorts uh, of companies. It's such a weird thing for the NHL, National Hockey League, to really get invested in, in that sort of conversation, <laughs> right? Where you're like somebody's like, okay, so the man's playing, even if it's tongue in cheek, even if the guy's being a, 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 a you know what, it, it doesn't matter. Like why you would even engage in something like that uh, to that degree. If anything, hopefully the NHL knows, all right, this is who you hiring. This is who this is who running actually running the show for y'all's companies, man. Mm -hmm. Better better my little better. Yeah, well, I just look at it like this. You know, the liberal world order, I believe first they got the NBA, they got LeBron James. Then they got the NFL, and then FTX, they got Major League Baseball. <laughs> Hockey, the one last sport where men can punch other men, the most masculine <laughs> sport. They're out there. These are male figure skaters out there bleeding, losing their teeth. It takes the toughest man to be a hockey player. And they had to turn hockey gay. So I, I'm not surprised. Uh, this is just a matter of time, uh, and hockey will be trans very soon. It so was the last one. This is, the, well, this, is, this is it. You know, hockey now is officially gay, and uh, if they touch NASCAR, I'm over. Do not touch my NASCAR, all right? Do not turn NASCAR gay. Wasn't hockey like the last one that they were they were like actually singing the national anthem well, or something? No, nah, it, it was like with the the, the whole Black Lives Matter. Yeah, they don't all, have like uh, end racism yeah, in their yeah, roles they or anything. Yeah, they were one of the ones that kind of tried to skirt on that right. and not yeah. participate in it. Like well, they're so predominantly many white. Well, yeah, yeah. Like a couple, <laughs> I mean, black folk ain't really just we don't come up just playing <laughs> hockey like hockey. that. That's not really what it is that that we. That's not a sport. Let's say that we yeah. generally. Uh, gravitate towards <laughs> but no th this is uh the, the sports engaging in a lot of this social bull crap is such a disappointment because it was one of those things where you had people from all different various backgrounds uh, be able to come together cheer uh, their teams on have a little fun if you were physically at the games and unfortunately so many of them have devolved into um, a, a lot of just social justice bull crap yeah. we know the NBA was notorious certainly for that with what it is they're doing and even to this day I mean you watch it you still have the commercials and every one of them is talking Talking about some social justice effort like I'm sorry I'm not watching actually no I'm not sorry I'm not watching sports to get that and this is why I don't really watch them hardly at all which is crazy coming from me this big sports guy mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. become unwatchable for yep. me because I don't watch that to to get, get if anything I'm watching it to get away from a lot of that mm -hmm. nonsense right well, well that's nailed it I, I would have never thought that I don't watch sports yeah that, I'm that's actually addicted to sports now I can barely watch it yep. yeah yeah all right we got to take a break we'll be right back The White House put out talking points to support Biden when chatting with your uncle at Thanksgiving. It says uh, President Joe Biden's top accomplishments, tackling inflation <laughs> and lowering costs, 
took on Big Pharma and won. Lowering prescription drug and healthcare costs worked with Republicans to rebuild America's infrastructure, worked with Republicans to make more in America by passing the Chips and Science Act, brought together Republicans and Democrats to pass the first meaningful gun safety legislation in nearly 30 years. And of course, it ends with, despite global challenges, we're making progress. Uh, meanwhile, Republicans in Congress are extreme. I guess. But um, they, boy, they are, they are tackling inflation, man. Uh, this pie that I just bought cost me like $30, but they are tackling inflation. Oh, oh my God, Alex. <laughs> you just ate like $15. Jesus. <laughs> this Prosecco was like Fifty dollars, thanks to Joe Biden. Yeah, you need it. Mm. You're gonna choke. On Blaze TV, Alex Stein passes out from pot, mm-hmm. yeah. inflated pot. That is. Yeah, then I'd feel really bad. Imagine though, the president is so bad. He's giving people cheat sheets to yell at their drunk uncle. That's where we're at, Sarah. I know. Literally. Well, they always they they did that during Obama. They gave. Remember that that uh, that little pansy ass looking guy. Mm. Crap, sorry. You can say it. Uh, the, the guy who is, uh, yeah, sorry, that was like in the Christmas flannel. They were talking about Obamacare or whatever. It, they, they just continue to do it. Don't talk to your relatives. Well, talk to them about being conservative. Don't talk to them about <laughs> Biden. We'll see you after the Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.